Welcome back to, to Cryptids and Mystics. Oh my god! Ah! It's still here. <laughs> See, it's right where you left it, guys. Yeah. For us, it's been a while since we recorded. For y'all, you heard us, you know, two weeks ago. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sarah, I've missed you. I've missed you too. I've missed you immensely. You don't even know. You don't even know. I'm the, sad face. The, the, the withdrawals that I was experiencing. <laughs> I was like, I need to be researching something here. Like, something. Anything. I mean, I'm always researching something. Well, right, 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 right. But, but it's like, you know, like... It's a different feel when you're getting ready to record. True. Like compared to just true. doing the research itself. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it's like, I missed it so much. I too. And so when I was doing, when I was putting this stuff together, I was like, yeah, this feels right. This is it right here. <laughs> this is what I've been missing. I'm eating candy corn. Sorry, everyone. It's that time. Mm-hmm. It's that time of the year to do it. Do you like candy corn? Eh. Okay. I, have to, I have to be in the mood for it. Okay, that's but fair. I, but I won't trash on it though. Because it's all sugar. Yeah, I um, won't trash on it though. The um, the only ones that I think I really have an issue with are the pumpkins. I don't like those. Th- that's too much. It's too much. It has see, to be little pieces. See the 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 shape of candy corn is like spot on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the pumpkin itself is like like a wad of fucking diabetes going on right there. <laughs> you know, it's like goddamn. Yeah, it's gross. That's really gross. Yeah. No. Like I think the little candy corns are perfect. Um, fun fact: candy corn started. Um, as being called chicken feed because it was supposed to emulate kernels of corn that you threw out for oh, chickens to eat. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That was your Halloween fun fact, y'all. There you go. Speaking <laughs> of that, this episode is a special Halloween episode. We we didn't get into one last year. Yeah, so this year we're really playing out all the stops. Wow, this is our first one. We have special stories for y'all. This is our baby, our Halloween baby. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> the Jersey Devil is so cute. Mm. Oh, you just gonna hold it. It's okay. It's cursed. Ooh, speaking of which, Manny sent me this thing. I don't remember who it was by, but it Axios. was like, oh, okay. It was like, vote for your favorite cryptid. And it kind of has like a bracket system. So you like vote for yeah, one against the other. I, I don't I don't like the discrimination like that, though. I don't either. Yeah. I, th- I wish you could just vote for your favorite. Yeah, yeah just, just go there. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. But so, because it paired some against each other. I was like, I'm not sure who I wanted. And the cool thing about it that I liked, though, was that it brought to my attention ones I hadn't really known before. You know oh, I mean? really? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. So something might, you know, for future episodes. Not that I feel like I'll ever really run out of content. I know, I know? definitely, like, there was one. Oh, I want you to do the Rougarou. That was the dragon-looking one, right? He's a Cajun werewolf. Oh, yeah! Yeah. And see, uh, who do they match that one up with? They matched that one up with La Llorona. And That's I, what I'm saying! I picked La Llorona, well, but I, I love the Rougarou. She's my girl. Yeah. I had to pick I her. I had to pick my girl. But, but the Rougarou looked really cool, though. I was like, oh, but see, like, why would you yeah. compare the two? Like, I would, like if it would have been that or the Skunk Ape together, then that'd yeah. be a little different because they're, like, the same region, you know. Cause yeah, I don't know how they picked who to pair up with, but. I think they just randomly discriminated. Group you know? six I really struggled with. with it was the uh, Jackalope versus the Pukwudgie. Pukwudgie! I picked the Jackalope. I just <sighs> love the Jackalope so much. Listen. All I know is that if you did not pick Mothman, oh, I picked Mothman, absolutely. And yeah. and, and y'all, if you if you vote for this, because I think it's up until like the twenty eighth, I think their first round or something like that. Um, if you don't pick Mothman or Fresno Nightcrawler, oh yeah, yeah. we can't be friends. <laughs> we cannot. <laughs> I be definitely friends. pick those. I, well, I, <laughs> but yeah, if you go to Instagram and you search for Axios, which is A X I O S. Um, they have a link in their bio that lets you vote for your favorite cryptid, and then on Halloween they announce it. So I'm all for that. Actually, I think we're releasing this on Halloween, so that's kind of useless for everybody involved. <laughs> right. I mean, we'll post it on Instagram. Yeah, you know, we can post it on Instagram, we can and then be like, 
Do it. Yeah. Be cool like us. Who did you pick for group two? The Wendigo or the Jersey Devil? Wendigo. I picked the Wendigo too, and I love the Jersey Devil. No, 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 I do too. So I struggled. That one, it's not because, you know, I didn't think anything of the Jersey. Because you know Jersey Baby. Come on, it's a baby. <laughs> the Jersey it's a baby. baby. <laughs> I'm just a baby. Um, But the Wendigo is just such a creepy. Yeah, he's so upsetting. Mystical upsetting yes. figure that I'm like it's too bad the lore's to so good it. that's what I'm saying yeah and I mean not you know, not because there's bias and I really covered that one pretty well you know give myself some credit but <laughs> you did the Jersey Devil yeah I did both of them yeah, yeah. and then see I like the Jersey Devil too because of the little bit, little bit of background that we got with Benjamin Franklin yeah shit. that was weird <laughs> that was a, a fucking trip he and a half he comes out of nowhere <laughs> trip and a half that's I was like oh. I had to go Wendigo, man. Like, there's just something about I had to go that Wendigo too. and how creepy it is. Yeah. That it's just like. He's just a ugh. superior cryptid. I'm sorry. Yeah. And kind of a badass. Yeah. Not that, I, not that I encourage anyone to be one. Oh, yeah. No, don't become a Wendigo. No, 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 no. That's no, not no, what no, we're no, saying. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we, we don't need to go that route. Well, before we jump into our Halloween edition. Spooky Halloween. I do want to ask you a question. Oh, is it a spooky Halloween question? Sort of. Okay. It's 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 almost it's almost cutesy in a way because it's, it's kind of like reminiscing a little bit. Okay. But what are your early earliest memories of Halloween as a kid? Ooh. Um. And mind you, I thought of this on the right over here. I was like, I want to ask that question. That sounds like something I'd want to talk about. So. So I, I have a good one and I have a bad one. <laughs> Take your pick, whichever one okay. you want, or both. Even I don't care. It's cool. So my good one. Is I always remember like being really small in a costume and like waiting in my grandma's like dining room slash living room as like she handed out candy to people at her front door and my mom was taking me trick or treating. Right. Yeah. So when my mom would take me trick or treating, she would take me like around my grandma's house and I, I'm assuming it was so my grandma could see my costume. Mm-hmm. Um. So I do remember that a lot, and those are really good memories. But like bad memory, my grandfather he died when I was eight. Mm-hmm. and he died um i think it was october 16th mm-hmm. so it was like right before halloween sure 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 and i had like taken time off school to like be there for the funerary services and be with my family and uh the day i went back was halloween we didn't know if i was gonna like dress up because my mom was like what do you want to do mm-hmm. and i was like well i don't want to be the only person not dressed up because you know when you're in third grade everybody's dressed up yep they had the little parade thing yep, yep. so she was like well what do you want to be and like at that point in time, I had started to become, like, more brave about scary movies. Uh-huh. And I was always terrified of the Wicked Witch of the West. I would, like, fast forward through her parts. I fucking hated her. Oh. Um, but I was like, I'm going to be brave. And I was like, I'm going to be the Wicked Witch of the West. And she's like, are you sure? Because she knew I was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put the brakes on real quick. <laughs> she was like, wait a minute. You know when your parents are like, what the fuck? You're going to change your mind. You're going to hate it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm going to do it. And actually, I really did it. And I really committed. And I really loved it. I was green. I had the Oy. whole outfit. I had broom. Nice. Okay. 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 So then I show up at school. And I think my dad took me for some reason, mm-hmm. which is like a really weird memory because he would never take me. But I guess maybe he had the day off. Sure. Um, And we were going to walk in, but then uh, he could hear that my we were walking up and the door was open and he could hear that my teacher was talking to the class. And so he like pulled me back. And he was like, oh, let's wait until they're finished talking and then you can walk in or whatever, because he thought she was making an announcement. Her announcement was, everyone, Sarah's grandpa died. So let's be extra nice to her. And it was just super awkward uh, for me. As an eight-year-old, like, it was at the beginning of my anxiety. I don't know. 
I, th- I think we found it. And I just walk in with a face full of green paint. Like, everyone was also dressed up, but it was just, like, super fucking awkward. Yeah. It was just like, okay, yeah. everyone, here I am, feel bad for me, pity me. Okay, it thanks. It was so uncomfortable. And, that like, that sucks that I have a really negative memory of halloween like that when i was a kid but luckily my family is super into holidays yeah so i have a lot of really good memories too which i'm glad yeah Yeah. no 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 they definitely like helped create more to create some distance with that yeah you know yeah like i never forgot it obviously because i was eight and now i'm 35 and i remember that sure but (laughs) well it's it's still an impressionable age though i mean yeah that was a core memory yeah unfortunately (laughs) that one i think is unfortunately gonna stay stuck there for quite a bit and um, I don't know if you guys know, but we're, you know, this is also a therapy session for us. Yeah. So this is why we love getting together because we talk about our <laughs> shit like this. So I don't have know. a therapist right now. So this is my therapy. Oh, you don't? No. I had um, stopped because we thought I was good enough to keep it going on my own. And I am. I, I was I was really working on it. Hmm. But um, just like so many things have happened to me in the past like year, mm-hmm. including my grandma's passing away. Yeah. That I did ask them like to hook me up with another therapist and they haven't got back to me so i think i have to call those motherfuckers and be like assign me a new therapist and my old therapist isn't there anymore and i'm sad because i loved her that sucks she was a really good one we really vibed so which side note i just i'm looking at your fingers right now oh i just got a new tattoo look at that (laughs) when'd you get it that's tuesday so today is sunday really good thank you manny did them manny at red hot tattoo in arcadia california he's fucking talented dude he is very talented i see i see him post his stuff i'm like damn he does things that are out of his wheelhouse for me but his um american traditional style is amazing i like that's his specialty and he really really like he kills at it yeah and i want to get um like a dagger that's american traditional tattoo style from him Mm -hmm. because he's so good at it I um I don't know if I told you I have one planned, you know, hopefully here in the near future. But I wanted to get the the LA logo oh, on my yeah. arm. But make it look like it's spray painted on. Amy told me that you so, wanted to get it and that they that you couldn't go because you guys have been so busy and yeah, stuff. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Damn responsibilities and shit. But um yeah, I, I trust him full heartedly, man. Like I, I, I see his work and I'm like and obviously, you know, you you go to him too and everything and he's very honest he's like a really honest person yeah he's super chill yeah he's super chill aside from the fact that his name's also manny too but, you know. <laughs> he's like your age too yeah yeah we're we're roughly around the same age mm-hmm. yeah for me there's two memories that i have i remember the the parades at parkview mm-hmm. i love that because we I would go remember we walked down the street and oh th- yeah do you remember that we used to have like a little fair inside the school too where like we would sell nachos and like candied mm-hmm. apples and all that stuff like they that. still do that i think i don't know but i I, like i remember all that kind of like intertwined with each other they would do that to raise money for um like the pta would do that to raise money for stuff we did or the freaking uh have the half the wedge of limon with the freaking saladito in there nachos candy um candy apples popcorn popcorn and something else like all year round they would do that all year round yeah yeah and then they would amp it up during halloween yeah 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 yeah. um but i also remember one halloween having chicken pox you had chicken pox on Halloween. It fucking sucked. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, um, because you kid, remember, that's a nightmare. Well, because you remember they used to be like, oh, you know, like let's just expose you so you can get it. Yes, chicken pox parties. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have one, but we also we also knew someone that had it, and mom's like, well, let's just you know. Yeah, or like they would be like, oh, my kid has chicken pox, and like, oh, mine didn't get it yet. Bring them over. Right. <laughs> so it, the scar that I have in one of I forget which eyebrow, but you can see it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my my left eyebrow. That's from a from the chicken pox. <laughs> 
Um, because I I scratch I used to scratch the shit out of those things, I man. Too. I was like, fuck, get the fuck out. I had I had one on my hand, but I think it finally faded after all these years. And then I have one, you know, on my hip as well too. Can't show you guys that one, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I had chicken pox, you know, during Halloween one year, and. They used to have, you know, these ointments that they would put on your skin, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't go like this. I look like shit. And now I look like an actual ghoul. You know what I mean? And I don't... And this is not meant to be this Dressed way. Dressed as a ghoul. So then mom got a a sheet and, like, cut eyes out and made me into a ghost. And that's how I was able to Aww. get around and trick-or-treat still. <laughs> but I'm like... Now understanding how illnesses work, I'm like... I. I should not have been you out should and about. Have, no. I put a lot of people at risk for You put this. people at risk. And you should have rested as a child. Ah, uh, you know. Candy. <laughs> it's, uh, the priorities, you know. She could have went trick-or-treating with a picture of you and been like, my kid has two bucks. <laughs> Please donate to my child. Some people do that. I, You know. I think that's sweet. You know. The dedication. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, hindsight. No, I look at it. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> no we both have should not have been there. Bad but. memories. Do you have any better ones than that? I remember, um, where was it? I think it was somewhere in like Old Town Whittier mm-hmm. that we'd go to, and we'd always go out there because he used to give like full size candy bars and Ooh, shit. Yeah. So that was one that we would do a lot. Um, the, um, the old Craftsman houses up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they were spooky as hell though. Some of those houses too. I, I love those houses. Like, like when I was little, I always wanted to live there. My aunt lived in Whittier, and she mm-hmm. lived kind of down the street from there, like off Beverly in that area. But if you drove like two blocks up you would be in those craftsman houses mm-hmm. and i wanted one so bad Whittier, are california by the they're way they're so fucking about. haunted i want one so bad <laughs> you get vibes for sure from yeah. there you get vibes for a sure. a lot of them are historic landmarks i um i mean now that i'm older probably would yeah because you know i'm starting to experience shit at the house now that i'm like okay i guess i can deal with it <laughs> at your current house yeah okay two things have happened as of late that i haven't had a chance to tell you about Ooh, are we gonna share them on this podcast maybe okay i don't know you guys paying attention at all are you still there <laughs> let's check it out on them yeah they're here okay cool yeah they're invested <clears throat> so one just happened like literally last night i was uh putting up the last little touches on the episode that we're doing for halloween mm-hmm. you know that we're currently Recording. talking about right now <laughs> and Amy's not feeling well, so she's, you know, was laying in bed, and the kiddos were in their room, and I was in the living room. Mm-hmm. I heard footsteps in the, by the dining table. Like, and, and it sounded like adult footsteps. Yeah. Like stompies? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, bitch? No. And I look. I don't see anything. Uh-oh. And so the hairs on my arms are already starting to get up at this point. I'm like, bitch. This, no, uh, I'd rather. I hope this isn't a possum or something, you know, because we also fucking have those little bitches there. What too. kind of possum has stompy feet? I like don't that? know, man. <laughs> An excited one saying, "I got inside." I mean, you try to rationalize that. And so I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And then I walk over. Amy sees me at the doorway. She's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I swear to God, I fucking heard movement. I heard fucking footsteps." And she's like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Yeah." She, uh, she can't hear it because you know the the AC wall unit is pretty loud oh. in our room, so she can't hear anything. And I look over towards our laundry room, mm-hmm. and I see something dark dart in towards like where the washer and the dryer is. Absolutely at. not. And I'm all, so of course I walk over. No. Mm-mm. And there was nothing there, but at this point, all the hairs of my arms were like up, goosebumps, like, goosebumps. Up. I was like, mm. 
I think we're done for tonight. Yeah, I'm just no. going to... Okay, boys, go to bed. Stay in the room. <laughs> lock your door. I'm going to lock your door. <laughs> I got the cameras on. Fuck this shit. Um, so, yeah, so that happened. No, I hate that. And, um... Were your in-laws home? No. Oh, my God. That's no, scary. It was just the four of us. Because I thought you could be like, oh, maybe it was one of them coming in late or something. Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. Nope. I didn't, hear, I didn't hear the back door open. Nothing. I hate that so much. I was like, and your back door is loud when you open y- it. You know. Stuck. You know. No. You know someone's coming in. You would in. know someone's coming Right. In. You would know someone's coming Ooh, in. I don't like that at all. And so the second one happened uh, about a month ago or so. I was, um, again, in the living room. Mm-hmm. But this was daytime. I was in the room. The boys were in their room. I think Amy was... I think she'd gone out somewhere. I don't remember. And mother-in-law was in the other room. And I... Like, looking down on on my phone, TikTok, because, you know, of course, Mm -hmm. it's a fucking addiction at this Mm -hmm. point. (laughs) And um, I'm looking down on my phone, and on the corner of my eye, I see movement happening. Like like someone walking up towards me. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) And then I look, nothing. (gasps) No... And I was like, I have the heebie-jeebies. I was like, mm. and I felt it on my left arm on that one, <laughs> where it's like the hairs are standing up on my left arm. And I was like, mm. mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. so I went over. I'm like, hey, did you? You know, I went to my, over to my mother. Mm-hmm. Hey, mom, did you get out of the room? She's like, no, I've been in here the whole time. I was like, fuck that. Did you tell her? Yeah. And she she's like, out? and she's like, nope. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> believes in shit like nope. that. Nope. I was like, okay, that makes it much, much worse because yeah. I'm, 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 I'm. I'm Totally serious. I'm looking down and I can see right at the corner of my eye. Like I'm not even trying to look mm-hmm. over it and I can just see like like someone coming up. Like they're gonna me. ask you something. Like, like come, someone t- coming up towards me, like mm-hmm. walking towards me. But they, there was no sound though. I just ah, saw it. No. I hate it. And there was nothing hanging on the walls, nothing like to like be like, oh a breeze came yeah, and like coat moved her. it. Right, right, right. Nothing. Nothing. No. Nothing. And I'm all like, I don't like that. Mm-mm, I don't mm-mm. like that. Do you so, think it's trying to get your attention? I think so. Because it sounds like because <laughs> like specifically I've, I've, you. Well, because I, it's it's other things have happened too. Like we're like, you know how we have the little pitcher for for drinks? Oh and yeah, yeah. We have it in the laundry room. It's been in there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Hasn't fucking moved. Randomly one night, uh, me and Amy are in the living room, and the in laws in their room, and you know boys in their room again, mm-hmm. whatever. All of a sudden we hear clanking in the fucking laundry room. The pitcher fucking was thrown on the floor. Mm-mm. And I was like, "Were you guys in there?" They're like, "No, we thought you guys were in there." I'm like, "No." Nope. I was like, "Leave the fucking picture alone!" Like, I feel like I should give you my EMF reader, so you'll know. No, let's record that one. <laughs> we might as well make it worthwhile at that point. If I'm gonna shit myself, true. we might as well make it right. Very true. You know, so um, there is definitely shit happening at the house. Okay. Um, I've shown you the the uh, outside camera of of you know the side of the house uh-huh. when I've seen like little random blips of light that come through. Yeah, that's really weird. That one I don't get. It hasn't happened much mm-hmm. since the. I think it happened one more time after I showed you, and then hasn't happened since. Mm-hmm. But it's really weird that it's randomly happening. Yeah, and and no specific time either. Like it'll happen like that. The one I showed you, I think it was like three a.m., four a.m., whatever. And then mm-hmm. the second time that it happened it was like midnight or one o'clock in the morning or something like that. So it's like okay totally random as shit i'm convinced there's something there <laughs> i am too especially the way it felt last night mm-hmm. like full chills yeah. all together i'm Some, like something's no something's there something's there i don't know if it's friendly it ain't casper i know that much it doesn't sound friendly <laughs> it ain't casper i know that much uh-huh. but um i mean the house is old yeah it's, if you if y'all haven't turned it tuned in before 
Manny lives in a Sears and Roebuck home that was built in the early 1900s. Yeah. So... And it's been added on to. I'm pretty sure there's some shit going down. Yeah. And the part that's been added on to, interestingly, is where you saw that shadow. Bitch. Because your washroom was added on. Mm -hmm. It was not... The washroom and then that that extra room. The extra bedroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Interesting. (sighs) So there it is. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Because I have to go back to that house at some point today. Spooky house. (laughs) That's it. I'm done being in the living room by myself at this point. (laughs) I have my hey, Amy, Xbox. you can't leave. <laughs> I have my Xbox there. I'm like, I don't even want to game anymore. I just got to move. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, man. Well, now that's going to give you guys more incentive to move. And I'm sad because I don't want you to move because you live so close. I know. Well, we've already talked about if we move again, we're going to try to stick around, like in San Dimas specifically. I would hope so. Um, but y'all work so far. Eh, it's worth it for the kids, though. They're happy where they're at. So That's fair. That's really fair. Anyway, moving on because we have some wonderful topic to share with you guys today yeah who's going first i'll go first okay good because apparently my um google docs is updating (laughs) great wonderful perfect you ready for this yeah you sure are you sitting down i mean obviously you see me sitting (laughs) perfect let's talk about la llorona today oh my god no she's terrifying (laughs) (sighs) okay listen the research on this badass of a woman mm-hmm. is interesting. It's like super interesting. Like I I mean we 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 pretty much heard the stories, right? Like we kind of know the folklore a little bit behind her, right? But like it was interesting to learn how much down the line it's been diluted. It's been like yeah. switched up so much. You know what I mean? Which typically happens, right, with these sort of stories, right? Mm-hmm. But the different versions as well. Because I'm curious. I, I, know, I know you know of. I know that there are a few versions. For but the, sure. one, the one that you know for sure. The one that I know for sure is that a woman became so distraught. And I don't. Okay. I know two versions that I've heard growing up. One is that her husband abused her. Mm-hmm. And she took her kids and she drowned them in the river mm-hmm. so that he couldn't get to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she um, tried to kill herself and couldn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now she like, after when she really died, she wanders near bodies of water mm-hmm. calling out for her lost children. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I've heard is that she was like a really like vain woman. Mm-hmm. And um, her husband like indicated that he cared more about the kids than her and so uh, she killed her kids because of that yes yeah, interesting because the two that you share a lot of other versions that i had looked up mm-hmm. kind of have similarities to it but also slight differences i think well. they play off of both of those versions mm-hmm. i think that might be it and you're gonna come to come to learn too that um childhood traumas baby they come oh, back oh, again yeah. they the, come back mexicans again. love that right again. We, our, our people love that god damn it guys <laughs> stop tormenting the kids let them, there. stop it <laughs> let them live man let no, them be kids they love to guilt us i think it's like because a lot of them are catholic <laughs> that's probably a big part of it the catholic guilt thing yeah so <laughs> let's start off with the typical what does the name mean mm-hmm. right so obviously for us spanish-speaking peeps we know what that means right yeah. but for the rest of our people that don't know i will say it's a really weird one to pronounce la like llorona? because you're saying it like in spanish when you say something with like a what is that like a la is the 
like to say like the mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. article. That's mm-hmm, what I'm looking for. Um, we kind of blend it together. Mm-hmm. And you can like form, like when people say Dia de los Muertos, for example, you mm-hmm. could say Dia de los Muertos. Like you could like push it all together. Yeah, it's like a bunch of them. Yeah. Blah, 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 so I know? think when we say La Llorona, we're pushing it together, but mm-hmm. it's really La Llorona. Yeah, it's two different things. Yeah. So yeah. I think that confuses white people when they're trying to pronounce Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they're like, what the fuck is What that is it? <laughs> I'm so sorry, white this people. Has, this has to be a cryptid. <laughs> With a name like that. She's kind of a cryptid. Sort of, yeah. She's kind of a ghost. So it means uh, means the crying woman or the whaler. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean the old hockey team either. No. The, the, you know, Hartford Whalers. The, they don't ooh, exist. That one. <laughs> that's the one we're talking about. So, but actually, before anything, I'm sorry. I should warn everybody. Oh. We're dealing with large bodies of water again. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Water. So, um... You I know. feel like this podcast likes water. Water. Two water signs. Uh, it, it all makes sense now, doesn't it? Everything makes sense. We're comfortable in our own skin, people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but you know, uh, it, it deals with, you know, large bodies of water. I know water babies as well, too, was a pretty <laughs> That one was thing. the scariest But this one's much worse, though. Yeah, this, this one, I feel, is much worse, is though. It's terrifying. This one's not cool. Yeah. Like, no. You don't even have to be, like, super near the water. No yeah no um but also interesting thing is that she's also known as maria oh yeah that's her real name supposedly yeah where do you find her because you know we're we're searching we're searching for her right mm-hmm. yeah we're always looking ah, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay no, thank you. okay so latin america for sure you know uh mexico central south america mm-hmm. um the iberian region oh so that means like portugal spain i didn't know that uh, and southwestern United States. That's us. Interesting, too, is that they also claim to have it in Puerto Rico, too. Yeah. So, you know, just so we're aware, <laughs> she's around. She's around. She's around. And if you're here within the uh, uh, Americas. Mm-hmm. Turtle then, Island. Yeah. You know, we got to be careful with that shit, you know? Yeah. So, description of how La Llorona looks like. So, interesting thing, like you kind of alluded to already, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. different versions of what... Yeah. Or who, like, and I don't know is. which one's like the real version, right. or the main version. Right, I guess it just depends on on the region and where you get your story from. True. Right? So it can vary. Like I said, in some instances, she's described as a woman in all white clothing, tall and thin, roaming rivers and creeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and obviously we've already mentioned why, but we'll get more into detail in a minute. Yeah. But th- I also noticed there's other instances where she's described wearing a black cape with a peaked hood. Okay, like the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've never heard that. I I had never heard that until I started doing the reading up on it. I was like, oh, that's new. I've always heard of the the the, the white, all white. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that, like yeah. the white gown and stuff like that, right? And that I think that ties into <clears throat> the American version of like the woman in white on the side of the road, right? Like that's a different ghost story, right? Uh, others have described her as being a malevolent spirit. Yes, but typically her appear her physical appearance is also described as having long hair and walking around crying. Uh, with her face buried in her hands, crying for mis niños. I know, no, I don't. no. Okay, when people like do like the fake paranormal footage things on like TikTok and YouTube and stuff, I hate when they do La Llorona because it just seems too real. I just I've seen some videos of it, and, and it really bothers like, me. Creeping really in the back, bothers like me. mis niños. No, it's see, so creepy. What time is it right now? <laughs> it's daylight. It's still too early. <laughs> it's daylight. It's too early for this. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning. No, it's too early for this, though. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about her origin story. 
So the common story is that she was a mother who was devastated to find out her husband had been cheating on her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, heartbreak will make you do some fucking crazy ass shit. Apparently. Man. You know, and this story, well, it's no exception, right? Mm-hmm. In her moment of jealousy and rage, she decided to drown her children. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but here's the thing, right? It's like, like you mentioned, there's different versions of it. Mm-hmm, it's not just mm-hmm. specifically that one, right? Because there's another one, another origin story that she drowned her children because they reminded her of her husband who abandoned her. Oh, bummer, summer. You know what I'm saying? All three of them? So, you know, projection much, you know? But, yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah. And then, and even then, the amount of kids is different, too. Yeah. I've seen some where it's like two, one. three, one, like you're talking about, yeah. um, all boys, all girls. Yeah. The, the one that I was telling you about, about reminding uh, Maria of, of, uh, of oh, the husband, husband. Mm-hmm. Um, that story talked about it was two girls oh. that looked like their father. Okay. And I was like, oh. weird, but okay. Uh, either way, you drowned your kids, man. I like, know. So the the southwestern version is a little bit different, and I think this and if I remember correctly, this is the one where I first read up about the name Maria being thrown into the mix. Okay. So, so this is like Texas, New Mexico, Arizona? Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, um, even portions of Colorado as well too. So. Okay, yeah, w- portions that used to be Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. So Maria was always dressed in all white and would spend a lot of time going out with different men within her village, right? Because okay. you know she'd be. She'd be getting it. Get it, girl. Right? But the problem was that she would leave her two kids alone at home. Oh. And, and that started becoming a little more burdensome for her, but she would just leave them there. Okay, so I she don't like that. On. No. So one day, the kiddos were unfortunately found drowned in the river. And it's believed that it happened because of neglect. She wasn't oh, around. No, neglect. There was no other adults around. Okay. The kids kind of like wandered off and they ended up drowning. Ooh, yikes. Okay. Yeah. In Puerto Rico... Maria decided that the only way to have her husband see the error of his ways mm-hmm. uh, was to drown the two kids. Jesus Christ. So she woke them up from their sleep, took them to a creek, and drowned them. You don't have to wake them up for that. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you know. I guess to carry two, you know. Right? Oh, know. God. Okay. I'm not justifying it. I'm not. Okay, <laughs> Let's be clear. Just, we're just explaining. No, 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 no. Yeah. Just, just trying to <laughs> look at the whole picture. As my friend Tyler says, I'm not telling you it's right i'm just telling you what happened exactly exactly <laughs> i'm merely reporting back that's it uh once she realized what she had done she drowned herself in the process okay. and obviously now is left wandering the earth yeah crying for her children shut up <laughs> <laughs> it's, just because it's noon now at this point doesn't mean that you can do that so uh, another modern hispanic version is that she, uh she was an indigenous woman who killed her children that she had had from a wealthy Spaniard. Oh. So um, she killed them out of heartache and rage because he had abandoned her and the kids. So, I mean, okay. typical story of men being trash. Yeah. You know? But natives don't come off great in that one. So I'm no. not a fan of that one. No, no. And uh, th- there'll be other connections to that in a minute because I did split this up more in, like in a historical context. I'm giving you a lot of the different origin stories, but there are some his- quote-unquote historical possible linkages to the origins of the story mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a minute so and speaking of that just the fact that there's some connections there's believed to be some connections with aztec mythology too oh so that's why it's interesting because a lot of people tend to associate la llorona with the spaniards right yeah. or, or like southwestern the u.s or latinx cultures right right but the argument can be made that actually it predates that to around okay. the Aztec times as well. And 
there's some points that kind of come came up during the research and i was like oh i can see that okay. being a possible explanation behind it or maybe like loosely influencing and evolving yeah. the story later on down i think the road. a lot of our mythos um can be traced back to ancient times and then it like gets changed as like colonial things come into play modern things come into play yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and i mean like it's it's interesting right because it's like the common theme tends to be that she was a pretty terrible mom mm-hmm. uh, or out of like devastation and heartache, she ended up doing what she did. Yeah. Right. And, and I think that's the thing too, right. Is that if we put it into context of the time, mm-hmm. a woman being left by her husband or male partner, whatever mm-hmm. the case is, is almost practically a death sentence. Yeah. Like there's no way they would survive. Right. Yeah. So people do some crazy shit out of desperation yeah definitely if you're looking at it through like a modern lens you're like what the fuck was her problem like just be a single mom but like back then like not only was that looked down upon like in a different way than it is now sure but like you weren't the money maker and like how are you ever going to get money for your kids like essentially you would have to give your kids up to an orphanage or literally kill them and either one sounds like a death sentence anyway right yeah because i mean any caring parent wouldn't want to give up their kids like that exactly i mean so Let's get some history involved, though. Because, okay. you know, me being the historian that I am. Yes, he know. is a historian. Yes. <laughs> At part-time. <you> know? <laughs> so the earliest documentation of La Llorona dates back to 1550 in Ciudad de México. Holy shit, okay. Or, you know, El DF or La Capital, however you want to put mm-hmm. it, you know, because, you know, I still struggle saying Ciudad de México. <laughs> you know? I know you guys are trying to rebrand, but, you know, you're still DF, you guys are still shady as fuck. <laughs> but the earliest published reference of her is in the 19th century through a poem written by the Mexican poet Manuel Carpio, although infanticide wasn't mentioned in the poem. That's oh. the interesting thing. Okay. They didn't, he made no mention of, of her killing her kids. Hmm. Um, La Llorona is mentioned as a ghost of a woman named Rosalia who was murdered by her husband. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And I don't, mean, I, don't mean the, <laughs> I don't mean the artist either, by the way. I, just no. <laughs> I don't like her. I don't even know her. So appropriation much in both Iberian and Amerindian cultures, stories of a weeping phantom are pretty common too. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of already been something that's been circulating around. Yeah, there's some belief that this story is supposed to be connected to the story of Doña Marina or La Malenche. Mm. So who's Doña Marina? For those of us that don't know, you're all asking the right questions. <laughs> well, good or La Malenche, right? She was a Nahua woman who served as Hernán Cortés's interpreter that also had a son of his. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, he was known as the first mestizo because of that. So. Yes. Uh, she tends to be blamed for the Spaniards having closed her access to the natives of Mexico. But in my opinion, I think we've come to learn that she's gotten a raw deal. You know, because yeah. there like, was, what was so she much. supposed to do? Say no and then they're going to kill her? Right. There was so much more involved with it that simply just kind of placed net on her. Also, like, let's not forget, like, when the Spaniards first came here. They were like, oh, let's welcome them. They must be gods. Mm-hmm. And then when they came back, they realized, okay, no, they're not gods. Right. Like, give everyone a break. They didn't know what was going on. Sure. <laughs> and on top of that, too, I mean, I mean, if if you have individuals that smell like shit. True facts. I mean, like, you're going to wonder, what the fuck is this? Like, I mean, I, I mean, we got some BO, too, but these motherfuckers don't even bathe. Those were Europeans on a ship for months. Right. They smell nasty Right. I'm pretty sure they're probably like, they have to be something different. They cannot be human Gagging. at this point. <laughs> Ugh. And no deodorant at the time, too. <laughs> like, literally nothing. No like, spices. No, no nothing. nothing. No nothing. You guys are terrible. You're worthless. <laughs> 
So start jumping in more into the Aztec connection. So a story was written by Fray Diego Duran, who was a Spanish evangelist. He reported that the Aztec emperor, Moctezuma II, was getting dreams of the end of his reign and had received stories from people who had seen a woman cry and lament mm. uh, near the uh, uh, Lake Texcoco, uh, which was located in the capital of Tenochtitlan at the time. Yeah. But there's another one known as the Hungry Woman. Oh. So with this one, though, she doesn't end up killing any children, but she wails due to constantly being hungry and crying for food. Oh, no. So. Uh, None of these are good. Yeah. <laughs> this one's similar to the to the La Llorona story, obviously, because mm -hmm. of the wailing. And, and mostly happening at night as well, too, because yeah. she's crying from, from hunger. Another connection um, is with the Aztec deity called, and I'm going to, and I'm sorry if I butcher these. <laughs> these are hard. Chihuacuatl. Chihuacuatl. Um, she's a deity of motherhood and a snake woman. Oh, okay. She's also connected to Chihuateteo. Chihuateteo, there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, the worshipped spirits of women who died in childbirth. Hmm. So that's where they believe a lot of the connection comes from with okay. the Aztecs. Because she would still be a deity crying for her lost children. Oh, so. got it. Okay. One more deity. And this one's even harder for me to pronounce. <laughs> so, Cuatlecue. Yeah, Cuatlecue. That sounds right. Yeah, or Our Lady Mother and Donanzi are figures that seek to help their children, to help keep their children to themselves. Like they mm -hmm. are overly possessive, pretty much, of their children. Um, but in the case of the Donanzi, it's a monster that devours filth or sin. So that's where the okay. you know monstrosity of things come into play. <sighs> so what can it do to you? Oh, I'm scared of this one. So there's a number of things she can do to you. So depending on how much you want to traumatize yourself, take your pick. <laughs> um, it's believed that she comes into your room at night and takes you from your bed, just like she did with her own kids. Mm -hmm. Right. Another instance where she can also appear to women with children and take them away to drown them like she did with her own children. Mm -hmm. uh, so hide your wives, hide your kids, you know, <laughs> whatever. If you see her or are caught by her, it's believed that she takes you with her to the afterlife. She's also believed to be a direct cause of misfortune to the living. Mm -hmm. So almost like a like a, like a premonition of something bad about to go down, pretty yeah, much. Like a banshee. Right. Like if you hear a banshee, it's it's a bad premonition, even if they don't get you. Right, right, right. And then uh this is this is one that I've heard before. She's also considered a dangerous siren. Uh, who tempts solitary men late at night by seeking them for help. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's once, like the woman in white. Uh -huh. Once the male provides assistance, she shows as either the face of a skeleton, mm -hmm. a wild metallic horse's head, mm -hmm. or with no face at all. Mm -hmm. oh, so creepy. And either one of those is... No, I don't like it. Atrociously bad, and I don't <laughs> want any of them. No, thank you. Thank you. Pass past thank you uh sightings and reports so this one's a little different because it's kind of hard you know so mostly yeah. been passed down through you know generational trauma <laughs> <laughs> stories i should say stories, yeah by that stories. he means testimonial <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 uh so bear with me in this one all right but the places she has been spotted in include places like mexico guatemala venezuela even you know u.s like we were mentioning right mm -hmm. so but I, I i feel like i should give you a little bit of backstory of these other places, like in Guatemala, for example. Mm -hmm. So in Guatemala, uh, she was a woman who had an affair and gave birth to her lover's child, who she then drowned so he wouldn't find out. Oh, okay. 
she was doomed to wander the earth in the afterlife to search for her murdered child in pools of water. Oh no! Yeah. So kind of like, like kind of similar to the one you shared earlier. Yeah. You know, in Venezuela, she dies of sorrow after her children were killed either by her or by her family. Okay. And the southwestern U.S. one, uh, she scares kids into behaving good and to keep <laughs> them from playing near dangerous water. Yeah. Which brings me to some stories that I read up from uh, people that shared in New Mexico that they supposedly experienced. Okay. This one's a little different, so sorry about that. I know it's a little everywhere, but these stories are the ones that I feel like we've probably heard at some point, you know, Mm -hmm. growing up the way we've grown up. So a guy by the name of uh, Patricio Lugo and his family were chilling outside, you know, uh, outside of their house by the creek and by a creek in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. They spotted a tall, thin woman walking along the creek. She appeared to float over the over the water, starting going up a nearby hill and then disappeared okay okay you with me yeah i'm scared (laughs) but then she reappeared much closer to them no and then disappeared again oh i hate that shit so imagine you see someone walking away from you floating over the water up the hill gone i don't like that and then manifest like coming towards you at that point that is horror movie shit i hate it so much that shit i hate it so much don't live in new mexico (laughs) okay that's easy (laughs) done (laughs) great so another story, uh, this is coming from a man named Epifanio Garcia, was an outspoken kid who would argue a lot with his mom. I think you all know where this is going at this point. Uh-oh. Yeah. After a heated argument one day, he decided to ride off on a wagon with his brothers towards the Santa Fe River. They ran into a tall woman wearing a black tapalo, tapalo mm-hmm. and black net over her face. It's almost like a funerary type of... Mm-hmm. That's thing. exactly what I was thinking. She then quickly appeared sitting between his two brothers and just sat there quietly. What? Uh-huh. For why? Once Epifanio turned the wagon uh, once he noticed Epifanio turned the wagon around to head back home. She then ends before disappearing mm-hmm. ends up saying, "I will visit you again someday when you argue with your mother." Oh no. Mom, mom, I love you. You're you're forever a saint to me now because of this. <laughs> Does the mom like ask her to go there? Like what the <laughs> She's all she's all girl, get my back. She's all bet. Let's go. Let's scare these fools. I got you, bitch. <laughs> Don't even worry. Don't even trip. Don't be straight before you know it. I'm fucking dead. I can't. And so the last one that I got that I thought was a pretty cool one too was uh workers at the Public Employees Retirement Association building in Santa Fe, New Mexico mm-hmm. reported hearing cries through the halls and hands pushing them while on stairways. Oh no! It's worth noting that the building is built on land that was once Spanish, na- a Spanish native graveyard oh, near the Santa Fe River. Uh-uh. So I don't know if that's La Llorona or just like a lot of really upset poltergeist spirits. activity yeah. going on, or both. Yeah, like they tag team it. They're like, you know what? Let's go. <laughs> Either way, it's scary as fuck. Yeah. Don't want to go to that building. Don't want to work for them. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I'm sure. I'm sure the perks are good. But that's I just don't know that they're that good. <laughs> just doesn't make it that worth it. <laughs> So, random interesting facts for you guys to, you know, start rap- rapidly rapping this thing. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I hate that for you. <laughs> I had to do it. So, La Llorona has obviously a lot of uh, Latin roots, right? But there's also parallels to other stories across the world, too. So, for example, Hebrew mythology with the story uh, th- of Eve and Lilith mm. is kind of considered okay. to be a parallel to that. Other folklore 
similar to La Llorona, is uh, a story from German folktale called Die Weißfrau, meaning the white woman. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about, you know, ghostly here. That's, I'm sure, what they're alluding to when they say white woman, not, you know, <laughs> caucasity or anything like that. No, like the, the dress she's wearing, the color. Come on, let's be, let's be fair. Let's be fair. This <laughs> is what, the what they probably are talking about here. <laughs> In ancient Greek folklore, the demigoddess Lamia falls w- within this one as well, too. Mm-hmm. So here, Hera, Zeus's technically wife, you yeah. know, right? uh, she finds out that uh, Lamia is having an affair with Zeus. Or more like Zeus is imposing is himself. It? I mean, come on. Zeus is imposing himself on her. Let's on call it everybody. what it is. Right? So it's no shocker. Mm-hmm. Right? But Hera ended up killing all of Lamia's children in retaliation for oh, the affair. Jesus Christ. So due to the heartache and anger, she ends up looking for other women's children to kill them. Oh, no. I mean, what type of fucking retaliation is that, though? The other women had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but I also get your anger. I get it. Yeah. You know? Like, I get that. There's been movies made about her. I'm sure you've you've probably seen them like, or heard of them. Mm-hmm. I've heard of the new one with um oh my god, what is her name? Hawkeye's wife in Avengers. She was a star of oh, Freaks and Geeks. Um Oh my gosh. Her name is on the tip of my tongue. I love her so much. I can't even think of the name right now. Okay, well I love her. Sure. And I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. But she's really amazing and awesome. And I, it was like a whitewash version. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Like a white family being haunted by La Llorona. Oh, uh, 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 the the curse of La Llorona is that what it's called? Probably. It was like the most recent one. Because that was the one that that I, that I saw came up for like 2019. Yeah, I think that was it. But uh, I've never watched it. Yeah, I, so I haven't either. They've made movies about her and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's a fun fact for you. The La Llorona story was first brought to the big screen in 1933. Oh. In a film made and released in Mexico. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they they apparently sing about her in Coco. They do? I don't remember that. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that either, you know? And like I mentioned before, episodes ago at this point, the beer, La Llorona, Mm -hmm. made by uh, Mm -hmm. Ogopogo Brewing Mm -hmm. in Alhambra. Love them. Music's been written about her as well, too. Mm -hmm. That I know. Apparently, she's come out on TV shows, too, here in the States. She came out of Supernatural. Technically, they combined her and the white woman. Yeah. yeah. That uh, was the first episode. The second season... Uh, she comes out in the second season of Grimm. Never seen that, but... And okay. also this cartoon uh, called Craig of the Creek. Oh, which is Ange really, loves Craig of the Creek. I love that cartoon! <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. I've watched a few episodes with it's her. So I like cute. it. It's so cute. I do like it. And obviously, she came out on Halloween Horror Nights, too, and Universal, so... Yeah, they had a... Um, I think it was 2022. I believe so. Is yeah. when they had the La Llorona um, maze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah, year, yeah. they had, like, all, like, Latinx cryptids. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't, I don't know if she's in it or not, but... Yeah. I heard she was... Probably. M- maybe in a smaller but, yeah, capacity? Not like, not like the movie capacity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. the folklore capacity. Right, 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 right. I'll be there this year, so... Mm. going right before halloween so i get to see it nice <laughs> well let us know how it goes i will so i gotta end it with this one what do you do when you if you spot her oh fucking run bitch <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking doing outside later and i just go home lock man. your doors we're done you're done okay don't live near water <laughs> uh, yeah you know but if you want to be brave oh hell no they say to call her name three times in the dark. What? No, I would never do that. That sounds no. And she'll come to you just That's like that. Some she'll come shit. to you. No. She'll come to you just like that. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I've never heard that, and I will not be doing it to test the validity of that. But here's something for all of y'all brave souls that want to do this to keep in mind. White people. 
I never met a Mexican person that would do that. I'm the caucasity, I keep telling you. <laughs> so, but here's an interesting thing, and I'm sure you knew this already, Sarah. Okay. So I'm going to tell our, our, our lovely uh, listeners here. If she sounds close, she's not close. Yeah. She's throwing her voice, y'all. Mm-hmm. But if she sounds far, she's definitely mm-hmm. close to you at that she's point. She's tricking your ass. Yep. She's <laughs> trying to lure you in the sense of confidence. Like, oh, she's not close by. Mm-hmm. And then your dumbass opens the door and walks out and boom, there she is right there. Hell no. 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 She, why, you gotta, why you guys got to do that? She scares me to this day. Like, this is not. Like, okay, I will say, like, Bloody Mary is scary. And I know we covered that, like, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, La Llorona is scarier. I can't. There's something about it. That was just like ingrained in me as a child. Like, and, no. and I think that's the biggest part about it, right? Is that because it's been ingrained for so long that that's what creates it, makes it even scarier, you know? And on top of that, too, the fact that, uh, uh, hello, you can Beetlejuice her and shit and she'll fucking show up too, fucking bodies of water and she's there randomly walking. Apparently, she can also be randomly walking the streets at night, fucking wailing for her I children. Know. Like, she does so many fucking things. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. I it. feel like she tag teams with her kukui. Like she has to tag team with her kukui at this point. Like, yeah, she's slipping through um like different back doors of the universe or something. It's, like, it's interdimensional shit going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But according to Venezuelan stories, you can keep her away by placing wooden crosses above your doors to ward off her spirit. Like a vampire. Sort of. <laughs> I mean, she won't. She'll she'll do something worse than suck your blood. I'll tell you that. That's absolutely true. So you know, make sure to lock your doors and close your blinds. And if you hear a woman crying for her children outside late at night, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. And you absolutely did not hear that. You should hit up the guy on TikTok, uh, Latinos Against Spooky Shit. Mm-hmm. He also has an Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll tell you, no, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, you know, he inspired me to finish that that way because, yes, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, go go to bed where you belong. Lock your door. <laughs> Rest your weary little head, friend. You're done for the day. No investigating required. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Unless you're white, apparently. Anyway, yeah. and that is La Llorona. Yay! That was a good one. I like her a lot. Spooky. <clears throat> spooky Halloween time. It's, uh, okay, so that was the one I was finishing up editing uh-huh. when the shit was happening inside the house. Oh, hell no. It was her, bitch. <laughs> Oh my god! Don't be writing about her no more. No, that's it. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna delete the notes as soon as I'm done. Oh shit! I didn't even say my sources. My bad. Oh yeah, you can say your sources. Let me say that real quick because I don't want people to try to go after me. Wikipedia, obviously, uh, an article written in February 27, 2023. An article written October of 2021. An introduction to the Weeping Woman through the li- Library of Congress. Okay. There's another one. Uh, from the Library of Congress, uh, roots uh, La, Llorona, La Llorona, roots, branches, and the missing link from Spain. Uh, Legends of America, La Llorona, weeping woman of the Southwest. American Ghost Walks, La Llorona of Puerto Rico. An article in, on LA Times Online. Trader, ghost, feminist icon, reclaiming the stories of La Llorona. It was actually written October of this year. Okay, If baby. you want to check it out, it's a good one. Okay. And then also, Origin Mexico, written November 1st, 2022. Apparently, I didn't finish the rest of it, but yes, that was uh, <laughs> talking about the legend of La Llorona. So. Oh, okay. Those are good sources. There you go. Yay. That was a good one. <laughs> Ooh, the creepies. The, Seriously. The creepy curlies. I'm telling you, well, well, with the experience that I had last night, too, I was like, this is not okay anymore. That was like, last night? That was last night. Oh, I thought you meant only, I was like, recently. But no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Last night. Yeah. That happened last night. Yeah. That wasn't fun. ASMR. No. That's my job. Oh, go ahead. Whenever you're ready. 
I was trying to... ASMR. <laughs> I wish I was eating something crunchy. Then you would add even more to it at that point. It's my turn. Sarah? Spooky. Let's take it away. Okay. So, as spoopy season is upon us, <laughs> I thought we could dig into the history of Halloween itself. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. Let's go. So, as Americans... When we think of Halloween, we think of, like, dressing up, our favorite costumes, trick-or-treating, like, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it's a holiday for kids and adults alike. We love that. Yep. Um, but nowadays, there's so much more to Halloween than, like, just those base things. And it's seen as, like, a fun holiday with, like, parties and decorations and special treats. But what was it before that? And where did it come from and how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's start at what some people think is the beginning. Okay. So with the ancient Celtic people, the earliest mention of Samhain is from 9th century Ireland. And they celebrate it as a spiritual festival with feasts and ceremonies. Side note, that is what they called it. And that is the basis of where we get Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's called Samhain. Mm-hmm. It is spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. So some people say Samhain. Because that's how Americans would pronounce it. Because we butcher everything. <laughs> well, it's actually, it's from the Celtic language. Right. So it's, it's pronounced Sawin. So. so get it right. So if you've seen it and you think I'm talking about something else, same thing. But it's just pronounced differently. It's than all you, the same, Than bro. you might think. It's all the same. <laughs> and at these ceremonies, they would wear costumes of animal heads and skins to convince spirits that they were one of them. Mm. And they would light huge bonfires where they offered sacrifices. Mm -hmm. The fires were used as signals to guide the spirits back to this world. Fun fact. In the 19th century, it was thought that the Celts' New Year was on November 1st, which makes October 31st their last day of the year. This would mean that Solomon was a spiritual New Year's Eve party. However, this has been disputed because we do not know what kind of calendar they were following, and it was more than likely a change of the season celebration or acknowledgement which the Celts had for each season. Hmm. So when the seasons turned, like the spring equinox and stuff like that, they would have a celebration for that as well. This was just the the fall one, the Mm -hmm. fall to winter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. The Celts believed that summer and spring were times of rebirth, and fall and winter were times of death. With the change of the season, the Celts believed that the veil between life and death was thinner during this time, and hmm. it would allow ghosts and others to come over into the world of the living. They believed that the veil to the other world was so thin that spirits and fae would find their way to us. Hmm. These spirits were called Aishi, which is spelled A-O-S space S-I, Aishi, mm-hmm. and they lived in fairy holes or mounds in the ground. During Samhain, it was not wise to hang around outside of these areas as the Fae would often target young children to kidnap and trick people. What the fuck? Yeah, so don't, maybe don't hang out there. Okay. <laughs> Leave the kids alone, man. <laughs> yeah, targeting kids is a big one on this uh, one. You know. <laughs> no, leave them alone. So, as you can see, Celts were a little darker than we are, perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Um, their costumes for Samhain were made from very real animals. And their, their sacrifices were more than metaphorical. Um, they threw in crops, but also animals into the fire. And the Celts thought this would be an offering to their gods to ensure that they had a good harvest and animal husbandry season. Got it. Traditionally, the ceremony started at sunset and ended at the following sunset. 
Jesus. Yeah. They party, dude. They party. God, man. <laughs> Why don't we do that now? <laughs> I don't want to sacrifice animals. Well, uh, we can leave that part okay. out. But at least partying from like... <laughs> sunset to sun- sunset. 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 <laughs> let's just go, man. Rally. Let's go. <laughs> so my favorite part of the Celtic traditions around Samhain is that they told fortunes during this time. Okay. Uh, there are many Celtic ways of telling fortunes that use elements like clouds, bird flights, hazelnuts, and other animals. Uh, during Samhain, they told fortunes through the fire. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know we don't want to hurt any animals, and maybe giant fires are a little bit out of our wheelhouse, because we live in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, might, might, might get the police called out on us at that point. Possibly. Yeah. But uh, small fires, and therefore small fire fortune telling could be for us. Oh. Yeah. Um, and that's a great way to connect to the Celtic people who created the holiday we know and love. Uh-huh. So fun fact, fire fortune telling can include spotomancy, which is fortune telling using cinder, soot, or ashes from fire. And it's heavily associated with animal sacrifice, but not always. There's also xylomancy, which is fortune telling using the shape of wood as it burns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there are some sources that say the Celts use the shape of the flames themselves to see but I couldn't find anything definitive either way on what they used. Mm-hmm. But I do know that the Celts often use soot from fire to fortune tell, and it's therefore likely that they did that during Samhain. Mm. So um, you might be wondering what Samhain translates to the common practice of Halloween, like how it does. I actually was wondering that. Yeah. <laughs> As the landscape of Celtic territory changed due to invasion, the cultures began to mix. Mm-hmm. So fun fact, Celtic territory started around the Danube River. Sorry. The Danube, Riv- there. Danube River. There you go. I did. There it. you go. <laughs> like then lower Germany and France. Yeah. And then it expanded out into what we would call the UK today, also including Ireland and Scotland. Oh, the Irish. Yes, the yeah. Irish. Oh, so the most Irish. people think of like Celts as just Ireland. Yeah. But actually their land was a lot more vast than we really think. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. So when I looked it up, I was like, Really? That's all Celtic land? So oh, damn. Yeah, that makes sense now. Damn, you guys dominated that shit. <laughs> and that makes sense because people were like, oh, this the Romans conquered them. And I'm like, why would they go all the way over there? They're actually right underneath them. Honestly, so, that's what I thought too. Yeah, they I was were like, very close. They so very they close. went all the way up to the British Isles? Yeah, it makes no sense, right? But no, they like made their way along wow. that way. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes more sense now. <laughs> so when the Romans conquered the Celts, they brought over a few different holidays. And as time passed, those became combined. And that's usually because I there's like a pressure from the invader to like transfer over to what they do. Usually that's how that works. Yeah. yeah. So the Romans had a holiday in which they honored the goddess Pomona, overseer of fruits and trees. Is this why we have the name Pomona, like the city of Pomona? Oh yeah, the city of Pomona. Wow. It's named after like, because it was like fruit groves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, we have a Pomona in California. It's very close to where we live. Wow. Yeah. And if Sorry. you heard our special episode on Patreon, um, I stopped by the Spadra Cemetery, which is also part of Pomona now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's unincorporated, isn't it? Spadra? Um, they own it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the Pomona Historical Society oh, that's runs right. it. That's, yeah. right. that's right. That's right. That's right. It used to be unincorporated, I think, in the 60s and the 70s, but they took it over after that. Right, right. Sorry to interrupt. But that, that was like okay. mind-blowing for us. Like, what? Yeah, that's why we call it Pomona. Wow. It's actually named after a Greek goddess. Interesting. Fun fact. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So like I said, she's the overseer of fruits and trees, and that was around the ta- the that was around the same time as Salwin. I can't speak today. <laughs> I thought you were trying to do an accent. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. The, the time. She's the time. struggling. Oh, the time, you know. <laughs> the time. Oh, dearie. <laughs> Why are we Irish? Because you got stuck there. <laughs> I you got like... stuck there. 
that's, what, that's what it was. That's what it was. My okay, bad. okay, okay. My you bad. got it. You got it. You got it. Okay, so this was around the same time during Sawin. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to keep all this, right? Yes. We okay, keep thank it God. All. Yes. <laughs> I love it. He loves that free range bullshit. So, K Tree. <laughs> free range. Okay, so chickens. The Pomona holiday was around the same time as Samhain. Okay, and that's where historians think we got the tradition of bobbing for apples. Oh, yeah, they would just like be like, "Oh, we do that during that time," and they'd be like, "Well, I guess that's part of Samhain now." That's interesting because that makes sense why that would be a yeah, part of it. Otherwise, it's like, why the fuck would you bob for apples? I've always wondered about that. Honestly, <laughs> I was, I was like, well, I mean, we never really did that, right? Yeah, it's but, kind of an old timey tradition, right? But either way, I was like, why would you? That doesn't make any sense I don't to me. Know. Like, and then on top of that, all the germs and. It's still so nasty. It's gross. <laughs> but but now it makes more sense why they were doing it, though, because of the connection yeah, with Pomona. For right. sure. Got it, got it, got it. When the Catholic Church came in a bit later in history, they introduced the concept of All Saints Day, Boo. sometimes called All Hallows Day, mm-hmm. on November 1st. And it's strikingly similar to Samhain. <sighs> yeah. What a coincidence. Oh, my God. Did the occult tree appropriate something? Oh, my God. I've like, never heard they, of that. They, they, they would never. <laughs> They would never, Sarah. So with the combination of these holidays, <laughs> Samhain became All Hallows Day. And then in some parts of the world, Halloween, as we know it today. Mm-hmm. Halloween actually made its way to America through immigrants from Europe, typically Irish immigrants. Back and to the Irish. as time went on, traditions morphed and changed into what is now more recognizable to us. Mm-hmm. But there were some traditions that persisted. And here are a few that we still observe that have roots directly in Samhain. Okay. In the 1800s, people would go from house to house asking for money or food um, instead of just candy and treats. And this was called mumming. And today we call it trick-or-treating. Hey! Okay. And that was because, like, at the time, you would gather a harvest and people that didn't have a lot of money or a lot of resources, they might say, I know you have a little extra from your harvest. May I have some? And it was, like, considered appropriate and it was considered your job and your duty as like a good citizen of your town or township or whatever to share what you had with people that had less yeah Mm. (laughs) communism (laughs) yay (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay that's great uh young women were told that they could divine their future husbands with parlor tricks like scrying or reading yarn knots as the states formed and became more and more unified and more and more Christian, parents were encouraged to leave behind anything paranormal or spiritual involving Halloween and move to a more kid-friendly, wholesome experience. Thus, it became a more child-focused holiday with less gory beginnings. So, like, scrying and reading, like, you know, reading ashes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. was still very much a part of it when it came to America. Uh-huh. But as the country became more and more Christian, it kind of, like, shifted. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> Agree. Again. Boo. Boo. Lame. (laughs) Go home. (laughs) As for the classic Halloween symbols we see today, we have Mm jack-o'-lanterns. And they were said to be made to scare off the ghosts and spirits from your home. Okay. Um, In Ireland, they were originally carved from turnips. But Americans used pumpkins as they were in season and more accessible to us. So that's how we got the jack-o'-lanterns of today. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Black cats were associated with witches as witches were thought to escape persecution by turning into black cats or having them as familiars. Today, the black cat is a classic Halloween symbol along with the witch. I love the black cats, though. They're I so do, cute. I love them so we have much. A, we have a neighborhood one that just like, hangs out. Oh, you do? We used to have a neighborhood one. She passed away recently. Oh, My poor baby. baby. She was so nice. She would let me pet her anytime. 
Well, this one doesn't let you, but he'll just hang out. I'll be like, oh, okay. What's up? I'm like, all right, dude. This cat so. was super friendly. She would come and like sit on my lap on the porch and stuff. I loved her so much. Well, my cat, when we lived in Almani, was all black. So, oh, yeah. she's my baby. Did you name her? Sky. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. I love black cats so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. She was the best. She was a dog. Actually, my cats. So, my cat is a big, fluffy gray kitty. Mm-hmm. Um, His mom was a black cat, and her name was Jaeger. Jaeger. Yeah, That's cute. a cute name. Rest in peace. We miss her so much. R. That R. was my friend's cat. R.I.P. Jaeger. <laughs> um and then for the celts black symbolized winter's death and orange represented the harvest season so we mm. got black and orange for halloween colors well now that makes more sense mm-hmm. okay bats were once attracted to the bugs the large sacrificial bonfire would bring and therefore became associated with Samhain and thus are affiliated with halloween jesus well, that makes more sense now okay <laughs> okay Costumes and masks were made to be scary to ward off spirits or convince them that you are one of them during Samhain so they wouldn't get you. Okay. And that carried over into modern day Halloween with spooky costumes. I mean, you remember those masks from back in the day. Oh my God, those were fucking terrifying. Well, they would also suffocate you. Yeah. If you've ever seen like 1900s, 1800s Halloween costumes, terrifying. That's some creepy ass shit. (laughs) I think we I think we need to look for pictures and post those on Yeah, on, we on should definitely media. look for some. That would be so cool. The reason why they were so fucking scary is because you wanted to convince the spirits that were coming from the veil that either you were one of them and they should leave you alone, or you were scarier and they should leave you alone. I mean makes perfect sense, you know what I mean? But that's in, still Yeah, in its, its own way. It's still creepy as shit though. <laughs> it's you know? so it's terrifying. Like, it's like, oh look at this eye falling out. And it's like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to my next point, and you may have noticed that over time there has been a lot of energy in disguising yourself to hide from the spirits. Uh-huh. Not all people observed Samhain that way. In fact, many people thought this was the perfect time to communicate with those loved ones that had passed on. Mm-hmm. And they invited them to come through the veil to be re- reunited on this night once more. Mm-hmm. This perhaps came from the Catholic Church's idea of All Saints Day. Right. Many people set an extra seat at dinner for a deceased loved one, sometimes called a dumb supper. And they, like, visit the burial place of the loved one, and they bring gifts and offerings. Oh. Um, so that's another way they would, like, connect with the dead in a positive way. It almost sounds like a Dia de los Muertos type of thing. Oh, I'm getting there. <laughs> well, look at me going ahead here. <laughs> Shit. So very similar to the modification of Samhain, because of the Spanish Catholic conquistadores, there is a celebration in Mexico and la- other Latin states where the dead come back to visit for just one night if you invite them and mourn them. And this is called Dia de los Muertos, uh-huh. or Day of the Dead. Uh-huh. It started with the Aztecs, actually, mm-hmm. 3,000 years ago, mm-hmm. and it was called Micahuitl. I don't know how to say it. This highlighted one. It looks like Micahuitl. Micahuitl? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they now celebrate this on All Saints Day, which is November 1st and 2nd, drawing from the Catholic holiday that was imposed upon them during Spanish colonization. Fucking Spaniards. Yeah. So they also combined their holidays. Because they would. Yeah. Because they would. <laughs> during this time, they set up an altar called En Ofrenda, and with their loved ones' photos and their favorite foods and traditional foods as well, they made a bread called Pan de Muerto, which translates to Bread for the Dead. They put out marigolds or simpasuchil to the Aztecs to help guide the spirits of loved ones to them. Mm-hmm. Today, the ways of celebrating come from combining Catholic All Saints Day with the indigenous beliefs of Miguel. Instead of being afraid to see the dead and hiding from them, they welcome them and consider it a day of celebration and remembrance. While this is a separate holiday from Halloween, it has roots in Catholicism 
and combined indigenous customs due to colonialism, much like Samhain did. Where we have Halloween as a result, Latin cultures have Dia de los Muertos. Like a sister connection, mm-hmm. if you will. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and, and I mean, if you really think about it, both of both in their own right have very beautiful traditions and oh, yeah. concepts and connections to the afterlife, right? Yeah. Like, because I don't know, man. Like, I, I struggle with the concept of of being like, okay, once we pass, that's it. Yeah. There has to be some sort of connection still. I so, feel like our energies stick around. Like, sure. I don't know that I believe specifically in ghosts. Maybe in the idea of, like, a ghost is, like, um, like the ghost of someone, the energy of someone, like, replays their last moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't know if I believe in, like, a conscious ghost, like a poltergeist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like a mm-hmm. purposeful one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I do believe our energies exist and live around. And, like, I mean, that's essentially science. Energy cannot be erased. Mm-mm. Your energy just exists forever. It mm-hmm. goes out somewhere. Mm-hmm. So if we have energy... It goes somewhere when it you're gets gone. Released, yeah, yeah, right. Well, let's 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 uh, do research at my house and then we'll. we'll oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know there's something there. We can figure it out. I know, and I do want to say, like, to everyone, like Halloween and Dia de los Muertos are not the same. No, like one of them is very deeply rooted, like sorry, deeply rooted, rooted okay. in like indigenous customs and indigenous like rituals. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like, religious and spiritual mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And it's very serious. It's not, like, a joke. It's not, like... I think in in Western culture, like, for Halloween, it, it's it's supposed to be silly and spooky and sure, fun. Sure, But I think with Dia de los Muertos, it's, like, it's a celebration of life and it's very serious. Yeah. So, but, like, both of them come from the idea of Samhain and the idea of All Saints Day put together. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's so weird how... You can like take one culture and put them together, and you come up with a different interpretation of what that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool, and they have like they're like cousins, right? That. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> there's there's some there's enough connection to say that there's something there, exactly, but not completely. Yeah, you know, to say like it's yeah. it's it's they're just a copy equitable. of the other, you yeah. know. But they have similar roots, exactly. Um. So fun fact: people in Ireland, Scotland, and Wales celebrate Samhain to this day. Welsh people call it Nos Galen Goyoff. Good job, man. Goyo- nos Galen Goyoff. Because Welsh is a bitch to pronounce. I wrote it down phonetically for me. I had a girl. Nos Galen Goyoff is what ah. it's called. <laughs> and it's more of a celebration of the end of warmer months and the start of winter. Mm-hmm. And if you want the spelling of that so you can look it up, it is N-O-S space G-A-L-E-A-N space G-A-E-A-F. No scaling guy off. So if you guys know, just send us an audio clip of how to pronounce it. We'll <laughs> I looked it up. I'm, I hope that's right. I think you got it right. It okay. sounds about right. Yeah. I'm not Welsh, <laughs> Sorry but it sounds right. Sorry to all right. the Welsh people out there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, Wales. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But I wanted to give you all credit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the way we celebrate Halloween has spread because of Western influence in media. And not everywhere celebrates Halloween like we do, but some areas of Europe, South America, and Asia have adopted our traditional witches and cats vibe as a fun non-secular holiday which i think is great yeah that works i love halloween so much and any way that people want to celebrate is totally fine with me Mm -hmm. i just love it in like a non-spiritual way i don't have any like religious ties to it Mm -hmm. i think it's cool to learn the history of it and how it's like evolved over time but for me personally i don't have any connections to Samhain, but i respect those that do so i'm not gonna like co-opt Samhain. i'm not gonna be like i celebrate Samhain now Mm -hmm. um but i do love halloween so much yeah and i love like to pay homage to those roots and that's, that's what i was gonna say right like you can you can 
have some sort of connection to it still yeah. without having to complete completely claim it yeah. you know what i mean like don't be a spaniard or don't be a <laughs> you know don't be a roman i guess in this situation yeah. right or or catholicism and 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 have to impose yourself onto it you know what i mean like yeah. there's ways to connect to things without having to completely own it yeah you know so i love that and i just wanted to share that with y'all my sources are history.com uh blogs.loc.gov britannica.com pbs.org news arizona news.arizona.edu wikipedia on Samhain, halloween and spodomancy because i did not know what spodomancy was before this yay well done well done thank you brilliant i love halloween so much it's (laughs) awesome man it's awesome it's like my favorite holiday i I definitely have you know the older that i've gotten uh appreciated it more Mm -hmm. you know because as a kid you're appreciating it for different reasons yeah and And i think as a young adult you're like oh there's nothing for me here but there is and i think i think people don't let adults have fun during Halloween because they're like, oh, it's for kids. And like, no, adults can love dressing up. Adults yeah. can love like treats and stuff and the decor. And... I love being a sexy nurse. <laughs> Manny loves being a sexy nurse. Absolutely. I'll check, <laughs> I'll check your temperature, baby. Is Ooh, that right? what you're here for for Fuck Halloween? Yeah. That's what you're doing for mm-hmm. Halloween? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have a Halloween costume this year? I don't yet. Oh. Um, I'll joke inside, I don't. <laughs> I don't yet. But um, we're recording this on the 22nd. I st- I've got time. <laughs> I, I work better under no, pressure. No, you're one anyway. of those people that waits to the last minute. No, I'm not gonna buy it. But see, listen, I don't want to get something like half-hearted. Like I want this to be sort of, like, what, like yeah. once it clicks, like ah, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean, like the only thing that I can think about that I would really go all out for right now, if I could, mm-hmm. would it be dressed up like a Wendigo. Oh, that would be really cool. You'd have to have a good makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the hard part. But nothing as of yet. Okay. You? Um, I just went to a Halloween party last night. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. for my family, mm-hmm. and I was an angel. Oh. And my mom would say that's the opposite of what I really am. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> Even my family, they were like, oh my God, you look so cute like this. And I was like, oh, thank you. And they're like, so you're not an angel though. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks for making that clear. <laughs> well, let's clarify. <laughs> this ain't you. <laughs> they're probably mad at me because I have my tattoos. So my tattoo, like for those of you that are, you're not watching visually because we don't have that up right now. Um, I got knuckle tattoos of the different suits of tarot. Mm-hmm. so that's what i thought okay. yeah so one of them is the cup one is wand, one is swords and then the other one is the pentacle but like it's drawn just like a pentagram and so my mom's like you have devil shit on your hands she's so trauma like traumatized so oh, how dare you <laughs> dun 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 do- La- get you. i love my fucking hand tattoos tell her to come i'll give her these knuckles bitch let's go <laughs> What you get for drowning your kids? No, don't come. I'm just kidding. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. 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 I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't call your name three times. <laughs> it's not dark outside. Leave me alone. <laughs> Shit. Pobre. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, hey, wow. I got real, real Almani Roku. Oh, it's hey, real Almani. Damn. Um, hey. hey, I started watching uh, Death Walker on Peacock. What's uh, that? That's the show that Nick Groff started doing. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I really like it. So, it, it's 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 interesting because he used to be you know the OG from Ghost Adventures right yeah. one of the OGs from Ghost Adventures, and the way he the way he did it I think is really intriguing because the first season focuses on all the theories of explaining of what spirits are are okay. like and like like different theories as to like what like when they capture evidence and stuff mm-hmm. like that like what that could be mm-hmm. right like the residuals that you're talking about like or DNA implanting where it's like that kind of sticks around and still kind of affects the body yeah. or whatever the case is or interdimensional things mm, too where okay, it's like you know yeah. like like this is a past 
Like you life. said, past memory. Right. And, and like, perhaps and, they're seeing you and you're seeing them. Right, right. In like different, in different levels altogether. So, so, so he covers all those theories in the first season. So then the second and the third seasons are more of like all the investigative work that he's doing. Okay. And so like, it, in a way, it kind of sets you up to kind of keep all those things in mind where when you're seeing mm-hmm. things, you're like, oh, that could maybe explain this theory or whatever, like yeah, the cases. Okay. So. That sounds like coursework. Like he's like teaching you and then he's like, okay, right, now do right. hands on. And, and I think he's always been like that. Yeah. So that makes him. so that makes sense why he would approach it that way. Yeah, I, it it doesn't have really good ratings, like reviews or like uh, probably you know, because like it's scores. more educational than scary. I like it. I love that educational. I like shit, it a so lot. I will definitely be watching that. And there's been some stuff that's and come. I have Peacock, by the way. Oh, there you go. Um, and there's been some stuff that's come up. I'm like, it's it's creepy. I was like, whoa, what the fuck was that? And rarely uses like night vision cameras and all this stuff like that. Ooh, so it's like it's more of like regular cameras with like the regular lighting on them and everything so mm-hmm. it's like it, it's more of like the the theory of like if it's happening you're going to be able to see it be it daytime or nighttime right? yeah. like, you're going to be able to see it still no matter what like there was one i think it was in the third season because they just released the fourth season mm. in the like the first few episodes of the third season i'm not going to tell you anything okay. but you're going to watch it and you're going to see it and you're going to fucking creep out because of what happens and how it looks mm. Okay. It's like, mm, I don't like that one. That one is okay. can be a lot of things happening there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So really cool. I'm really enjoying it a lot. Okay. Um, so if you get a chance to to catch it, I would. It's it's really good for sure. I just started watching. So the guy from Ghost Hunters, which is a different show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were kind of like more serious than Ghost Adventures. He they had retired. They had put it behind them, and uh-huh. he he wanted to spend time with his family, his kids. The guy with the goatee. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then now he's back. But everyone that was on that team, like Amy Bruni and them, Chip Coffee, mm-hmm. they actually have a lot of their own stuff going on. So he was like, I'm not going to interrupt their lives and like ask them to drop that to go back to Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. So he actually formed a new team. Oh. And this is on, I don't know if it's like on a different channel, but I saw it on Disney Plus. Okay. So um, the first episode is like explaining the team, explaining the decision. And then they do an investigation in the second episode. How cool. Um, and it's really good. And the investigation is of like a haunted high school. So they actually mm. debunk one of the sightings. Oh. Which is like the easiest one that they always pick up, which I should have caught on because I was like, oh, that's so spooky. And then when they explained it, I was like, oh, duh. Um, it's one of those cameras that's like mounted in the ceiling. And they see like a spooky like shadow entering and exiting a um, bathroom door over and over again. It's a mm. cobweb. <laughs> Next to the camera. Great. So when a cobweb is really, really close to a camera, that's what it looks like. And I should have known that because I used to work in a place where I had to look at security cameras all the time. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the other stuff, not as explainable. Mm. So I'm finishing up that episode right now. I forget that that's the approach that they take. They try to debunk. They're not yes. just simply look, looking for evidence. They're trying to debunk it. Exactly. Like, they let's... debunk and then whatever they can explain, they're very honest about it. See, I like so, that. Yeah. And they have a researcher and like he re- he researches all the like lore around it to see if it's true. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So they're a very fun group. I like them a lot. So y'all should definitely tune into that because I want it to stick around. For sure. For sure. Um, um, we didn't do business, but we'll do business now. Yeah, we can. Follow us on all of our socials. We have Instagram, TikTok. Thank God we don't have Facebook. Um, <laughs> you uh, can act- catch us on uh, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are Cryptids and Mystics. And if you want to write into our Gmail... With any suggestions or any of your personal stories, we are cryptids and mystics podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then on TikTok and Instagram, we are 
Cryptid and Mystic Pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so follow mm-hmm. us at our handle at Cryptid and Mystic Pod. You could DM us there as well. We welcome that. Absolutely. Uh, Patreon. Yes. We have that as well too. Three dollar, five dollar tier. Mm-hmm. And exclusive content. Exclusive content. Yeah. Uh, random shit that we'll post there sometimes. <laughs> Shout outs to peeps like you know. Rob and Bree that are supporting us through yeah. there. Early yeah. access to episodes. Early access to episodes. Yep. Um, Ad free. <laughs> yes. There's also um I don't know. I'm thinking if we can. Well, no, I'll bring back the feet pics. Never mind. Because there's something else. Manny loves feet pics. I love feet pics. <laughs> He's Quentin Tarantino. And, and you will too. He's the Quentin Tarantino of cryptids. And you will too. <laughs> no, you will not. You will enjoy it. You will embrace it. It will make it yours. You will love it. Gross. So uh, amongst other things as well too. So you know any support is appreciated mm-hmm. you know help even leave some ratings on spotify or apple Podcasts. yeah the more you rate a podcast the higher it climbs even if it's bad ratings it gets more it gets more attention right so i mean we'd prefer good ratings obviously obviously you know, but, but you feel know, free yeah do whatever you gotta do man just like like the saying goes say it with your whole chest you know <laughs> yeah but connect with us we love yeah, to hear from y'all for sure man we're 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 humans we still exist in this realm so please connect with us. That'd be fun. I hope you guys are enjoying it because we enjoyed it. And I it, hope so. you enjoyed this extra special Halloween special. I know. Our very first one. Yeah. <sighs> the next one coming up, though, is going to be really good, too, though. Mm, stay tuned. Mm. And as always, stay curious. And stay creepy. Bye. Bye.